In the Kuzari and Maimah Hamishi, he was talking about the balance of Bechira and Hashem plans things. And basically, he broke everything which happens in the world into four categories. Either things which are called the Lakim, which means Mishim, things we have no explanation for, and things which we attribute only to Hashem because Hashem wanted to without any reason, without any pattern. Or he calls Tivim, which means things which are part of a pattern which keeps repeating itself. We call that Teva, but Lemais is just the pattern Hashem set up. Or Mikrim, which means things which happen. In a way which we can see this Esibah we can see a pattern in it, but we can see it as taking place within a context of something natural. Well, the first thing he says is which means after people. And just like the others were declared by Hashem, so his Chiddush is the Bechirah which a person has is also Be'etzim. At the end of the day, offered is a possibility by Hashem, and everything which takes place in the world is one of these four things. Either it's a Ma'as Hashem, which is a nice, a mace of a person, which is in those areas where Hashem lets people do things. A mace which is part of Hashem's plan, which regularly happens in the world. Or something which HaKadosh Baruch causes to happen, even if it's not part of the regular plan. Um, out of those four things, the Chazari said, the only one which always obviously is going to is going to take precedence, if there would be a conflict between the different systems, is the concept of Elekim, things Hashem wants to do as a nest. So of course that will override anything else. Whereas things which are part of the Teva don't always uh, work or be the Teva. There could be Mikrim, which means things which go against the Teva. It could be that sometimes a person's Bechira can change things like that. Similarly, things which are Mikrim, which there's no reason for, but even though they're a product of a system and not a regular one, so then also it could be that uh, the, the other systems will override that. We wouldn't even know about that because it just means that something doesn't happen. And even what's up to a person's Bechira, it doesn't always have to happen. It could be the person can choose to do something that wants it to happen. So there are various options of how things can happen, and when they come into conflict with each other, depending on what Kodesh Baruch wants, is which one is going to make dominant. In other words, there isn't a clear rule. There's no clear rule that when you have a conflict of uh, the Teva versus the person's Bechir, what's going to win. And because there's no such uh, axiom, there's no such stipulation, so then Kodesh Baruch chooses in the circumstances which one he wants to work. And well, sometimes I'll let a person's Bechira change things in the world, and sometimes he'll other up. He won't let a person's Bechira change things. That's the, the Rashim is for himself. Now, coming back to the first thing he spoke about, which we have to, those things which he calls the Lekim, those things which he attributes to Hashem himself. So he says, Ve'ira, Ve'lutsim ge'achidushim ha'elakim, Ve'nira ala'raibkim ba'aretz v'yuchadus, Ve'armus ha'kodesh. Miracles only happen in Eretz Yisrael, so I finished the last time. Ram Yochad, the nation is special for that, and Israel. Vare Dasa Amitis, because they're the ones who have the true religion. Bismanahu, Viminyanim Ahem, Ashanitlu, Baham, Mitzvah Sukhukim. At a time when it was possible, when the way it was meant to be set up, so then it set up uh, the Nisim which happened to Israel in Eretz Israel. At a time when Nisim would happen, there was, there was Nevo and there was Nes, and because of that, so then, the mitzvahs in Chukim, the other mitzvahs which revolve around uh, the nisim which Hashem does. Nira kisim siduram koma v'edev, v'nira v'kulkulam koira. The when Hakadosh Baruch Hu sets it up, so in siduram, so we can see uh, everything a person wants is where Hashem sends is up in this. Another way around, when Hashem wants us to punish, and punish B'derech Nes, then it's, like we said, Yodim Adat Tohim. Then it's a punishment, but the Shloi K'derech 
It's, called, it's everything bad is in the Hashem can like send down as he punishes. And that depends on the Klayishal. Klayishal are the ones where Hashem demonstrates that uh, non Tevadik Anhaga, we call them And when that happens, so then we have the, whatever's going to happen is called the Reynal Makarin Akuda Mesim. Makhtar Rabban says, it's not Kadecha Teva. And now when that happens, so then the, the, which means things Hashem wants to happen will override any tether and override any other halach in the world. And therefore, whatever I'll be the mikre or should have happened normally, but it's the shasakal kala, it's a time of punishment, so nothing, it's not going to do work. The, the nice overrides whatever the tether might have been. So the other way around. If Hashem wants to set things up that they should be running properly, so nothing's going to damage that, nothing's going to harm it. And that's why there's a certain overriding Hanhaga of Nais, which is that of Israel. Well, um, all the nations use the Jewish people as the argument against the Aprikarsim. Aprikarsim. There were those philosophers, because of Aprikarsim, who claimed. Everything's a mikra. There's no concept of nice, there's nothing like that ever. And the answer to that, everyone pointed to Klai Yisrael. Here you see an example, a living example of a Hanhaga Ma'arat ever. Um, that's something which was unique to us. And that's what even the non-Jews would point to us as an example of that, of that uh, so to speak, non-rational factor, which points to the fact that there's a nice happening. Okay. The existence of Klai Yisrael, how Hashem is dealt with Klai Yisrael. Or how Hashem is dealt with Klai Yisrael. You know, Tira, both, both positive and negative. The, the times we were, we, were, we were rewarded was above any expectation. The times we were punished was also didn't have any expectation. I mean, if, if you always talk about the fact that there were countries who were anti-Semitic, which is true, but it wasn't always logical. There were, the Jews weren't always uh, in the disloyal citizens. It wasn't that they were fighting the country on the country. Sometimes they were very loyal to their host countries, and nevertheless, there's a certain uh, element of Hashem wants to punish, which is lucky. Uh, it's something, uh, something miraculous. <coughs> and the reason why the Abikars <coughs> denied that is because they never saw for themselves that concept of Hashem directs things in a miraculous way. Now the next thing I want to say is that coming to Abikars in Basiyase, Basically, who is he referring to? So that's actually interesting. The word Apikaris, which you always use to refer to someone who doesn't believe, was actually a philosopher. His name was Epicurus. And that's where the Yam Magoras Yam Sanhedrin talks about Apicurus. He says that's where he took the word from. Epicurus. He was the one who denied that there was any spiritual involvement in the world. The world is just a physical place and the physical arena to enjoy. So Al uh, Shmoy. It was uh, in the Shmoy said they called anybody who doesn't believe in Apicaris. Uh, the word Apicaris. Like Machel Ben Drusai. Like right. There were the people who was effort to be immortalized for being bad. Uh, yeah, so the group of, and as the father of Apicaris were called Bada and Hedonist. The people being as didn't believe as witness in the world. So they looked to, uh, right, they looked to drink me very and make the most of the physical world. 
כספרסון, כי הענה היא תכלס מבקשת. והיא עשית בסתם. Okay, so that's the, that's the bad. That, now, what's interesting is what the Qadari says is the opposite. Whereas these people, all their, their, all their pursuits of pleasure physically is all that they're interested in. But the contrast to that is Vakashas Balatayra. What is a person who's a Balatayra, a person who accepts a Tayra? What's his goal in life? Minam um, from the one who constructs the Tayra. In other words, what, what are we trying to achieve? But we received the Torah from the, from the Hashem who gave us the Torah. So what we, what's our request from Him? What's our expectation from Him? It's very, very interesting what the Torah says. It says three points. Number one, In other words, that a person should be considered important in the eyes of Hashem. And that's why what we want is by keeping the Torah and by doing what Hashem wants, then He should look at us, He should be he should, like in a way which is matched of us. That's the first point. The second point is And that is that he dedicates everything he does and everything he wants to Hashem. That's to Hashem to do what he wants. And the last one is Mavakish Limud Imu Chasid, if what I want back is in the area where Hashem is going to give me said Dishmai. And therefore, if I'm holding just by being a Chacham or a Chazer recalls, so Hashem is going to give me said Dishmai Madani. If I'm holding by Nevo, then Hashem is going to give me a Nevo. Uh, so that's the, the goal that we have in life from keeping the Torah. Then Hashem should be happy with us, that we should, be, we, should, we should do what He wants, and then He should, so to speak, um, Repay us or reward us by giving us a high level of Torah, the Vua, whatever it is that you want. Oi, Hamoin Nirza, Iman Yanaman is Karim Batara. Minamakamus, Mina Itzimamakamus Famaisi. That's uh, if it's not specifically for the Chosid, which is the Torah he wants, or the Vua for the Navi. So, what's about, what are the other options? So, he says that. The Yanuman is coming to all the brachas of the Torah, which wherever they're going to apply to. So then, even if a person is on that level, but the the result of the Torah is the fulfillment of all the brachas Hashem promised us. In other words, that's for the Hamoyin. As the people aren't holding by Chassidus and so at least the intention is is for that the keeping the Torah is that Hashem should give us all the brachas of the Torah. And archiving the Torah means we don't have to look to the Seba Sativa Seba we don't have to look to the Teva, we don't have to look to things which, which can happen in the world. That's not uh, the arena which you're worried about. Because we had the the bad that can happen to him by nature, again, Hashem is protecting us. And therefore, we have the, if we deserve it, so then we have the Seyad which will override what would normally be a source of danger, or normally be a source of of a loss. How? In Belimut, she is Kadim Rebat Sadarahi, either that a person understands in advance 
Okay, Hashem gives them sign and send in advance what to avoid is dangerous. Yeah, or if if not from that, we said the other thing that the Nabi wants is the he said the ISIS in the cupboard, so that is in the time of the time of the Ra, Hashem will show that he wants to protect me. Obviously that's a cover for a person that Hashem says he's protecting me even in his in the middle of a dangerous situation. So here's a contrast. As opposed to the Apikarsim that don't believe in anything that Hashem is doing in the world, and anyone taking hand up, but on the other hand, they're always afraid of the Teva, because of something which can interfere with the ability of the we can do about that. Whereas we who accept it, there's a Hashkach of HaKadosh Baruch who's looking after us, so then we don't worry about the Teva, because we know that the Teva is real Hashem. Achtavos Asibos Amikris, and then Anina Minarasha. Koshachem Minachasid, and that is what comes by Mikri. Uh, things which happen by chance, which could be good, so then it's not something which a Russia won't get, or for sure a Tzadik won't get. As it could be that a person will benefit from whatever happens in the world. If, if you're talking about the Sibir Samikri, things which Hashem causes to happen like, for whatever reason, by chance, it seems to us, so it can apply to a Russia just like a Tzadik. Same thing, can be successful. In other words, if it's working just in the Mikri, which is Hashem wants the world to work, uh, or the Teva, so then it could be Rosh be successful too. Um, and it's, it's but on the other hand, that doesn't mean it'll stay successful, because what made a Rosh successful was the Teva in the world, Hashem Morgan, does it happen, when the Teva changes, the Rosh will lose success. Now there isn't a reason for him to keep it, it happened to as part of a system that he got it, and Whereas the Chosid is successful, it's because he deserves it. And if he deserves it, then it doesn't get taken away from him. And therefore, they, guarantee, they, they have a guarantee, they're confident that the bad will happen to them because the good they've got is the good they deserve. So when something comes to the it can go to the When something comes to the it can go to the Whether something good comes to the Tariq or the Russia, it doesn't make a difference. It came with whatever, whatever the cheshmer for it was. But if something which comes as a reward, so then the person deserves it. And if he deserves it, he shouldn't lose it. I've got the original thing I wanted to speak about, which is explaining about Bechir. But Abba'agat explained to us this idea, and that is that, uh, that even though both Roshim and Sadiqim can see success, but that's not coming as a reward. It's coming as part of the halakhirah of Hashem runs the world. It can come and it can go. Um, as Shlomo talks about in Kahadis a few times, he says that it could be that Roshim was successful too. But, it comes and goes. There's no guarantee they're going to have it. And he says, you have a person who spends his whole life and then you have a case of a Bainian Ra, and the other woman, he doesn't have anything left. What didn't come as a schar, it came just as part of the way Hashem running the world. There's no guarantee it's going to stay. Right. So therefore, as much as the Bari Hanor wanted to make the most of this world, there's no guarantees that it's going to remain, that they'll be able to do that. Masha'enkein, the person who understands that when a person gets derech, so to speak, reward, because of Seba Alekis, so that's the case, and then something can be guaranteed with. So then he has the conference, he knows what he's going to have, what he's going to keep, because if it's coming as a, as a reward, it's not something which is going to get taken away. Right, so that's the, now getting back to the point you wanted to say. And therefore we see different ways, different ways things can happen in the world. 
And he said, but Ba'atim, it's Hashem in one of them. Ba'at Ashur. So we're going to go back to that point. Ba'aymer. Ki David ala vashalem, hai vishlejach alakim b'sibam samavis. David talks about three ways a person could die. Ba'aymer, ki yim Hashem yigafenu. It could be Hashem will strike him down. And then there's no reason for that. People die suddenly. That's when Hashem decides to kill someone. So then it doesn't have to have a reason. Hashem can kill. The second, this day will come a mess. That's a natural thing. People don't know forever. Naturally, a person ages, a person gets weaker. Eventually, the body stops working and he dies. So the second way a person can die is That's a Or go into battle and die in battle. And that's also a teva. Battle people die. It's not in the teva of that's a normal mahalik in the world. That's what he calls the mikris, but there's a mahalik for that too. So David spoke about the three ways a person can die, whether it's a sibah laikis, or it's a sibah tibis, or sibah mikris. I want to talk about the fourth one, which is a shad of bechira. He left out the part of, talking about what people can do with their bechira. The bechira of a person would be to kill himself, no one would do that. I hope you shall have Mr. Satsumai. You know, shall do it himself. It's not very funny. The Mavis. Not because you want to die. I think it's a side to That's why I've been tortured by the enemies. So, really, the Mavis says to the first halfway too. A person can die when Hashem killed him, or with Derech Ateva, or with Derech Mekre, or he can choose to kill himself. There could be an option of the Bechiri as well, which means what a person himself wants to put into practice. But then he says, that's a mistake. It's not such a normal occurrence. And the question on the Kazari is, if he's talking about uh, the option of the Bechir, so then maybe someone else will choose to kill him. If someone else chooses to kill him, so then there will be an example of Bechir, that someone else chooses to kill him, just so that just like he can die suddenly, or he can fall in battle, so maybe someone will choose to kill him. Why wouldn't that be in the category of, of Bechir, which is another option of what can happen to a person? So the Gazari doesn't. He's talking about only the options where Hashem is, so to speak, rather than. Okay. He says it doesn't talk about a person killing himself, which is less likely because people don't often kill themselves. So he didn't say that the reason why he didn't talk about the Bechir option of killing oneself is because he's talking about Hashem, but maybe the difference between killing oneself and killing someone else. And that's the point I wanted to suggest, and that is because when a person chooses to kill himself, so. Uh, the the I don't remember exactly the context of the story, but uh, there was a person. Uh, yes, question. Yeah, the is the person kills himself, so then they we can't send them a retap and they're the normal cemetery and whatever else. And it's a shiver for them. So the question is asked like, the person doesn't deserve to die, and why didn't she save him? And the answer is, if a person tries to kill himself, he deserves to die. So it doesn't, so it doesn't, it doesn't be arranged for something else. It's arranged for that itself. So over here, it's not that the person was a rush and was going to die anyway. The decision to kill itself made you the rush. Hashem didn't decide not to save you. So therefore, here it's, it's something which a person's bechira can do. If a person chooses to kill himself, it has been bechira to be a rasha. They want to carry out their issues. Okay, so now that's the reason why Hashem will let them do it. Whereas if someone else wants to kill, so then there's no such person who's going to have the bechira to do that. Mechitai see that one person can choose to kill someone else who doesn't deserve to die. And if that's okay, it's to say that killing someone else is in the gather of Bechira, it's not. It's not. Killing someone else, maybe a person can choose to try, but at the end of the day, it's not that a person is allowed to do something with his Bechira if it's, if it's against the Rasul Hashem.
And that's if a person doesn't serve it, then the we want to pat him. Tough that's got so far because he's going to explain these four points of how things can be done in the world. Again, either directly through Hashem or through what we call Teva, which repeats itself, or through Mikrim, which to ask him to come from the Teva, or the last one, which does not be Hashem, but to be Adam, and that is what a person with his own Bechira chooses to do. And then from tomorrow, we'll go back to we'll see how he explains how a person's mindset can be judged and rewarded and punished based on uh, the factors that he uses in them.